1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 1120, Alternative Investments for Savvy Retirees, Part 1, by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com. And I'm your host and narrator here on Optimal Finance Daily. My name is Dan, and I'm here every single day reading to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And I hope you are all well on this Friday, and I'm going to keep this intro nice and short for you and get right to our post from Darrow. So let's do that and start optimizing your life. Alternative Investments for Savvy Retirees, Part 1, by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com The baby boom generation has lived through a uniquely stable period in human history. Yes, we've seen regional wars, terrorism, and economic dislocation, but there hasn't been wholesale destruction of a developed country or its financial system since halfway through the last century. It would be nice to think that the world has put such tragedies behind it. It would be nice to think that the major powers understand that stability is in their best interest, and that the smaller powers will gradually burn out their destructive agendas and settle for negotiation and compromise. But given human nature, a happy ending is not a foregone conclusion. There are trends in today's world that, if unchecked, could lead to disruptions like we have not witnessed in our lifetimes. Even without a global conflict or natural disaster, our interconnected world, so dependent on modern technology, is more vulnerable in some ways than ever. Such possibilities and the preparations they imply might sound far-fetched to you. The odds of disaster are low, and I'm not trying to scare anyone, but a certain percent of us were born with an eye to the future, inclined to prudence and preparation. It's a quality nearly forgotten in today's world that brought our ancestors through hard times. Without it, we, their descendants, wouldn't be here today. Dollar diversification So in this post, I want to explore reasonable ways to diversify some of your wealth out of the U.S. dollar and or out-of-paper assets. And why would you want to do that? Well, many people wouldn't and shouldn't. If you are a new investor or an older one who needs to keep your finances ultra-simple, then you should not be looking for alternative investments. By definition, these are usually riskier and more complex than the mainstream alternatives, simple domestic stock and bond index funds. But other investors, like me, see merit in diversifying out of the conventional financial system, because ultimately, any wealth you leave parked in that highly leveraged system is at the mercy of the powers that be. The value of a paper dollar is a complex function of decisions made by centralized and non-transparent government and commercial entities. By contrast, the values of most of the following alternative investments are insulated in some fashion from the various political and financial powers. Let's begin by exploring three of the more conventional alternative investments. Then, in the second part of this series, we'll range further afield to explore some more exotic and riskier options. International Stocks Let's start with one of the simplest, safest ways for an investor to diversify away from the U.S. dollar economy, owning assets outside of the country in the form of an international stock index. For Americans, this implies converting dollars to equity in foreign companies. That equity will grow over time, plus it will pay dividends. But because those assets are functioning in different markets and valued in different currencies, the timing and size of investment returns will be different than for the U.S. stock market that's diversification. Just remember that diversification is about safety more than performance. While the US has enjoyed a bull market that continues to set records, international stocks have done relatively poorly in recent years. For example, over the last 10 years, Vanguard's Total US Stock Market Index, or VTSMX, returned 7.41% annually, while its Total International Stock Index, VGTSX, returned just 2.15%. But eventually, international stocks will have their day in the sun. Digital Nomad and millionaire teacher Andrew Hallam says that PE ratios currently make international stocks a better bet than U.S. shares. He writes that the historical average CAPE level of developed world international stocks is about 20 times earnings. It was about 15 times earnings at the end of September 2016. That means developed world international stocks are like professional wide receivers against a bunch of college players. They could still have a tough time scoring but the odds are with them winning. Nobody knows the timing of such market cycles in advance, but I have owned various flavors of Vanguard's Total International Stock Index, VGTSX, VTIAX, VXUS, for years. With Vanguard, I know I'm getting the lowest possible expenses, plus efficient diversification among foreign countries, developed and emerging, to make my long-term international investing safer and cheaper. Real Estate For many people, real estate is the most practical and accessible alternative investment. Your primary residence could play the role of a real estate investment, but the best payoff comes through owning rental property. That could be in the form of a vacation home, though vacation properties, with their high costs and low occupancy rates, don't always offer the best investment return. Personally, I've always kept my vacations separate from my investments. With rental real estate, your money is in a hard asset whose value is not directly tied to the dollar or the stock market. That investment produces steady income and you can adjust it for inflation if needed by raising rents. If you like working on houses and don't mind interacting with tenants, this is an ideal investment. On the downside, real estate does require management and maintenance. It's actually a small business. Also, understand that real estate is highly illiquid and incurs hefty transaction costs. Don't try selling a house for top dollar over a weekend when you need to raise cash. Additionally, owning real estate ties your wealth to a certain geographical location. If global events make that location less desirable, your investment could deteriorate or be lost altogether. Finally, managing real estate becomes less practical as you get older. Fortunately, there are some simpler real estate investing alternatives, like real estate mutual funds and REITs. These can give your investment dollars access to real estate diversification without all of the management headaches. Small business. Both before and after retirement, a small business has been my own most important alternative investment. Though risky and labor-intensive, small businesses offer one of the largest potential payoffs for your investment dollars. A good business is an inflation-adjusted cash-generating machine. If your business produces an essential product or service, then it's insulated somewhat from the financial gyrations of the world around it. And as the owner, you receive all the profits. The downsides of a small business are not trivial either. The workload can be intense, producing, marketing, and delivering your product or service single-handedly at the start. And the risk is real. Many small businesses fail. In retirement, you must be doubly cautious not to risk your nest egg or your lifestyle freedom. A small business that takes over your day and eats away at your life savings is a poor choice for a retiree. Franchises are sometimes touted as retirement businesses, but buyer and owner beware. The steep entry costs are likely to threaten your financial security while demanding a full-time commitment. In my first book, I cover seven important business startup lessons. The first lesson is so important I'm going to repeat it here. Make sure there's a market. Do some simple cheap tests to prove there is demand for your idea. A good way to conduct a test is to offer a small or prototype version of your product or service for cheap or even free. Continue testing different ideas until you find one that will attract customers at a price that guarantees a profit. An ideal retirement business is a low-capital, low-commitment service, consulting, blogging, or freelancing in areas where you already have expertise. Or you might look to partner with a younger entrepreneur, offering them capital and advice while they put in the hours and labor to build the business. You just listened to the post titled Alternative Investments for Savvy Retirees, Part 1 by Darrow Kirkpatrick of CanIRetireYet.com.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear, upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial.
1: And that is another episode of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. I thank you so much for your support as always and for listening every single day. It's all thanks to you and our great authors for helping us to get where we are. So have a really good weekend, and I'm going to be back with you throughout the weekend with more posts. So hope you'll join me back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.